Welcome to episode 7 of Breakfast Talk. Uh, today's topic is getting back into the creative mood. There's a quote by Stephen King that says, Amateurs sit and wait for inspiration. The rest of us just get up and go to work. We uh, dive into basically that quote, but you know, we don't reference it. And um, so, referencing it now. Um, if you're listening in a car or just, you know, sitting around at work, on break, whatever. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please uh, leave a five-star review or whatever you think this deserves. <laughs> and, um, yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, then there's a quote that's, you know, chilling on the screen right now. And you're listening to my voice, so let's get into episode 7. Wakey wakey, smell those eggs and bacon. It's time for Breakfast Talk, a podcast covering a range of entrepreneurial and independent comics creation topics first thing in the morning. Of course, please like and share if you're enjoying our special seasoning. And be sure to subscribe to join us every Monday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Let's talk. We're back on episode seven of Breakfast Talk. Breakfast Talk! Breakfast Talk! <laughs> like Dark Green Duck style. Uh, God. Uh, I'm Greg with Sierra Nova Comics, uh, writer, creator of our universe, the entire universe. And uh, we're Nothing about the go? universe. And then... Uh, each one of those people, whoever wants to go next, they can. I'm Dylan of Sierra Nova Comics, and I am CTO and Editor-in-Chief. What up? I'm Hilo Hector from New Leaf Studios. Uh, I am the art director, lead artist, uh, general business dude. Overall, New overall director. Yes, exactly. I do a lot. Many hats. The baker and the businessman. Oh. That's like a reference to that other one we did the other day. That yeah. It's almost like I did that on purpose. Oh, <laughs> click to go watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, that's where you gotta put the card in. Put the little exactly. <laughs> You can't do polls on YouTube anymore, which kind of suck because that's the one thing I always did on our videos, just like polls. <laughs> Nobody did them, but <laughs> maybe, maybe they banned you like they did on Facebook. <laughs> they're like you're not allowed oh. to use polls anymore you're making them look bad <laughs> they're like oh polls are going away even like 13th so Bastard. i'm like oh okay <laughs> so today's episode topic is uh getting back into the creative mood because you know sometimes you just get out of the funk so exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> Happens to all of us, fellas. It happens to us all. <laughs> so, yeah. Except Dwight. Uh, I actually... <laughs> I actually wasn't really into a creative mood, like, the beginning of this year. Um, even though, like, I wanted to do a bunch of shit in the beginning of the year. Um, it was, like, getting over the holiday season, and then I was like, ah, I just don't want to write or do anything. So, it's more like a horror story. <laughs> a Stephen King horror story. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, I, I think uh, 
I definitely fluctuate. Like I have like periods in time where I'm like super creative and like I literally go to sleep thinking about artwork and wake up thinking about what I want to do with my like day um, artwork wise. And then some days I'm just like, I don't even want to go sit behind my desk. I don't want to pick up a pencil. And like, it's a, it's like, um, there's been a huge debate whether or not like artist block is real. And I think that it's just one of those things that's like people just have labeled it something. And now you're, you're trying to argue over a label and it's like, it just is what it is. It doesn't have to be called anything. It could just be like, I just don't feel like doing it today. It doesn't need to be called artist block, but I think it's definitely real. Like in the sense of um, some days you just don't have that. Like some days it's just a little easier. Those, those pathways just open up a little easier you don't have to try as hard and other days you do and that's just that's just part of it you know um i typically recommend when you get into like a creative lull that you acknowledge it you take some time away from it and then watch breakfast talk you watch breakfast talk and then <laughs> you eat breakfast because that's going to help um and then you just uh like you read something um, do something that's kind of like gets your your brain kind of moving in a direction in any direction really and then it's kind of like um, what happened for me a lot when I was working a job is like I would be doing something and while I'm doing something I'm generating ideas and I know this happens to you at, at work Greg um, and it's like that was like the best time because my mind wasn't focused on creating artwork it was it was created it was focused on something else and like the back in the background my creative brain could, was like, able to like start moving yeah. So that's what I try to recreate now. I'll just go and like walk around or like I said, read something or, you know, just read an article or just, you know, do something that's different and not focused on, you can read that book right there. <laughs> that's not focused on like my artwork specifically. Uh, but another recommendation for artists specifically, just anybody who's in a block, uh, make sure you hydrate and you drink a lot of water for some reason for me that helps out a lot. And I've heard that it's about neural connectivity. Uh, so if you keep yourself hydrated, there's just better connectivity in your brain. <laughs> now, now it would be cool if it just appeared behind you <laughs> without your arm, no arm. <clears throat> it's like the, the wires from, uh, from like movie sets. Just... Oh, yeah. Matrix? Pulling. All of them. All the wires and all of cinema. Great. <laughs> Yeah, basically, just like Hector was talking about, um, the the uh, this book right here uh, is a great great book to kind of put words and labels onto something because sometimes sometimes labels are bad and sometimes labels are good because if you understand the enemy, you can fight the enemy, right? So it's you know one of the things it talks about in in uh, Stephen Pressfield's book, The War of Art, is just the concept of uh you know fighting so the, the book's broken into three parts and the first part is called the resistance and the whole point is that no matter who you are if you are an artist and he defines artist as musician you know painter writer even entrepreneur right anyone who has to do something creative the moment that they need to do that creative work suddenly the resistance comes up and it fights and it makes sure that you don't ever get that work done and the point is that you need to understand that that's, that will always happen and you can't let that stop you. Too many people sit idle and wait for the muse to appear, but little do they know the muse is actually waiting for you to sit down and start working before it decides to appear. Right. You know, and that's, 
that's one of the biggest things um, about, you know, what he calls turning pro, which is that, you know, you, you don't, you don't sit back and, you know, expect to slowly draw your artwork over time. And if that's the case, it's a hobby. You're not an artist because an artist gets paid for their work or an artist at least makes sure that, yes, people are being, um, you know, you're, you're getting your work out there. You're not just, you know, sitting on it because it's, it's a hobby like knitting, right? Yeah. No, that, that was probably the hardest part of becoming a professional for me was just, um, you know, there was a lot of, when I first started, there was a lot of time where I was like, again, sitting and waiting, right? Like I was like, I, I guess I haven't really been so deep into that. Like I always usually kind of tried to pick myself up even when I was in block. I would just pick up my pencil and do life drawing or something that wasn't related to what I was trying to work on. Um, so I was always trying to do something different, but, uh, yeah, there was a lot of resistance time for sure, where it was just like, I know I have to do this one thing. Like I have to ink this page. And then there would be like 12 other little creative things that would come up while I'm trying to ink the page. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. But you know, when you're a pro, you have, to, it's, it's a job. You have to complete it. You have to see it through all the way. You can't, uh, you can't just take breaks and, and keep distracting yourself because nothing is going to get done. So when you, uh, when you become a pro, it's definitely more about the process. Like you just keep doing the process over and over and that can get tedious just like anything else. But uh, I, would, I would rather have small moments of tedious time doing what I love than most of my days tedious stuff. And then I get, get home and I have to do, you know, or, or I get to do my art at that point. So um, it's definitely a good trade-off. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Josh Saxon on our third episode of our SNC podcast and um, click to watch that. Uh, <laughs> getting good at that. Somewhere. <laughs> um, he was saying that he was, he just really wants to just put out his book, Milky, and the last one is actually coming on Kickstarter, like around the same time ours is, which crossed Great my mind. Great, yeah. great looking book, by the way. And I'm finally going to back it because I was like, I'm getting all of your issues. Like, <laughs> I'm finally going to get it. Um, I think I backed the last one, but like, I'm definitely going to get the fourth one. Um, and he just wants to have it on the shelf. So when he has a kid one day, he'll have a legacy to like have something be like, oh, look, Pops dad. Did this. Yeah. yeah, look, dad, you did something. You're not a total <laughs> piece of shit. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All you, all you pieces of shit out there. <laughs> Take note. You got to make a comic book. If you don't, you're a piece of shit. No. Um, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. <laughs> and peeing your pants is cool. I'm Miles Davis. <laughs> oh, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Get on the bus. <laughs> Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> Who would eat 30 bags of lunches? Uh, yeah, now, now I'm going to squawk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Veronica Vaughn. So that damn hot. Sasquatch, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. See, look so, at the creative mood. We're just, that's why you got to watch Breakfast Talk. Exactly. We just inspired you guys. You we just yeah. inspired you to watch Billy Madison. Yeah, so like the beginning of the year, I didn't really do anything, and then I started to like, oh, I should probably write this comic, but I needed inspiration, <laughs> so I I started uh, watching Dexter again. I rewatched Dexter because 
you know, the comic I'm writing is a serial killer comic. So I was like, oh, how does a serial killer think? And right. not only Dexter, I had to, I had to watch, well, I didn't have to, I watched Investigation Discovery. There's some messed up people. And uh, yeah, I just watched John Wayne Gacy uh, last week at work because this guy I work with, he's like, oh yeah, you never watched anything with that guy? I'm like, no, I don't know really anything about that guy. He's like, oh, he lives in Chicago. I'm like, oh, I always wanted to visit Chicago. And he's like, probably not now. <laughs> been dead. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. But yeah, that guy's messed up too. Yeah. I was, I was gonna say actually, I keep a sticky note on my TV, which I forgot about, which is probably not good. I should probably move it. And you probably can't read this too well. Oh, no, I can. Yeah. Good. <laughs> too much caffeine. <laughs> I like yeah. That. So this right here, this was from a video with uh, Tim Ferriss, who is like every entrepreneur's like ideal person or every, uh, you know, he's basically somebody who's recorded everything he's ever done in his life. And because of that, he can evaluate how what he's done has worked. Mm -hmm. And so he's got like, you know, something like, I think he's, I think he might've just turned 40 or he's like late thirties, early forties, something like that. And he has recorded like every workout since he was 18 something like that and i think maybe once a year he skips like a week or two of recording and but other than that he records all the other ones and um so it, the point is that he's very good at understanding how um he works and learning how you know people work and so there's a video that talked about uh when he loses focus how to retain that focus so this is the same thing like hector was saying you know you got all these things running through your head but you're supposed to be drawing that those lines right now where's where's the inking so if you're trying to stay focused, the three questions he always asks himself, the first one is, is he eating enough? And I know that happens with me. Like I'll get in the zone, I'm working really hard. And then suddenly I can't focus. I'm losing, I'm trying, I'm struggling. And it turns out I should have just stopped and ate an apple, you know, an hour and a half ago. And I would have been perfectly fine to continue trucking along. So even though you might be in the zone, it's very beneficial to take those 10 minute breaks every now and then, because if you don't, you'll burn out as opposed to being able to go an extra six hours just by having these little breaks. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then the next one, yeah, like Hector was just reading off is, am I consuming too much caffeine? So not are you tired, but are you unfocused and energized? Cause maybe you've had eight cups of coffee or nine <laughs> cups of coffee, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. And so the point is that, are you over caffeinating yourself and to watch out for that? And that one's kind of hard to undo once you've done it. But the point is that, if you notice like, oh, when I hit the fourth cup of coffee, I lose focus during the day, figure out how to reduce that. Maybe drink decaf so you get the placebo effect without the actual caffeine side effects. Right. And then the last one is uh, it's, it's not a um, physical thing you can do. It's a mental trick you can do. And the point is that if you're getting stuck and you don't know what to do, ask yourself, what would this look like if it were easy? And the point is that sometimes just reframing how you look at something can help simplify everything. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it could be as simple as, you know, like maybe something I was doing, uh, I have like a drawing pad, you know, I'm not, I'm not an artist for comic book sake, but I like to draw on a drawing pad. And every once in a while I do something like I'm having trouble drawing something. I'm like, Oh, I have a ruler. Why aren't I using a ruler? Like sometimes you really aren't thinking about it because you're so focused on the task that you're not thinking like, how could I make the task easier? Because all you have to do is ask your brain that and your brain will go, oh, well, here's a couple suggestions. But if you don't ask your brain that, you're not gonna stop and actually think that. Yeah. <clears throat> so are you focused? 
If not, ask yourself those three questions. <laughs> it's a good place to start. Yeah. And it's a good place to stop. <laughs> Breakfast talk! <laughs> I'm just going to let Dylan do that every time. <laughs> so that was episode seven of Breakfast Talk. Like, share, subscribe. Hit the, bell. the bell. Break the just, bell. Wait, wait. Once. Just jab it. That's it. Just jab it. Uh, all right. And we will see you on episode eight.